Welcome to the Tape Ministry of the Embassy of the Word of God, where God is releasing men and women into exploits through the preaching of the Word of Faith. Be transformed and impacted as you listen to God's Word. Couldn't find one to compare to your grace, your love, your mercy. It's uh, our meeting pre um, therapy service meeting, which is to it's not like all our services are not fit building, they are fit building. As long as you key into the word of God, you will have your testimony. Hallelujah. Thank God. The scripture tells us that this, through faith, the elders obtained a good report. And the word good report there means testimony. Hallelujah. They will testify. They testified. And what did they testify about? They testified about the goodness of God. And so tonight, you're also going to testify about the goodness of God. Hallelujah. And so we're going to be looking at faith, God's will for your wholeness. Faith, God's will for your wholeness. Faith and God's will for your wholeness. Hallelujah. Faith and God's will for your wholeness. I want to start from the book of Galatians chapter 3 and we will start from the verse number 6. Or let us start from verse 5. He therefore that ministers to you the Spirit and worketh miracles among you, does he, doeth he it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Even as Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. So that scripture right there tells us that Abraham's righteousness was through the hearing of faith. So there is a hearing of faith. Hallelujah. Or there is a hearing that produces faith. And there is a hearing as well that will be casual. The hearing of faith is that persistence, that focus on the word of God. That persistence, that focus on the word of God. The scripture tells us concerning Joshua, when he met, uh, when the Lord, the Lord told Joshua, he says, wheresoever your feet shall tread, you shall take possession. The word possession simply means you shall take hold of. Hallelujah. It's akin to what we have in the New Testament. In the New Testament, what Ever you put your feet on shall become your reality. Whatever New Testament promises or whatever New Testament realities you put your feet on becomes your reality. In other words, becomes your possession. He says, wherever your feet shall tread, you shall take what? Possession. That means that wherever feet are placed, possession is inevitable. In other words, you need to place your feet to receive 
or to take hold of what is yours. And this is what he told Joshua. And in the New Testament, it just simply means whatever you put your feet on, whatever New Testament realities you put your feet on becomes your possession. So if you put your feet on finances, it becomes your possession. When you put your feet on God's provision, it becomes your possession. When you put your feet on divine health, it becomes your possession. When you put your feet on all that God has done and completed in Christ, that becomes your possession. Now, the issue is, are you willing to take? Are you willing to take? Romans 5, the verse, let's take it from verse 15. Romans 5 from 15. We see the scripture tell us that, but not as the offense, so also is a free gift. For if through the offense of one, that is through the offense of Adam, many be dead, that is spiritually dead, much more the grace of God. And remember, when men died spiritually, what happened as well is that it came with the curse. And the curse here also involved sickness, diseases, and God's will is that Christ's coming will bring us into the fullness of all that God has prepared for us. Hallelujah. The fullness. Now, he says, of one many be dead, much more, the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ. So his coming brought us grace. The grace of God is God's own merited favor or God's God's goodness at the expense of Christ. Hallelujah. God's goodness at the expense of Christ. So God became good so that in being good, somebody paid for the price and the person that paid the price is Jesus. 16, please. So that, and not as it was, by one that sinned, so is the gift, for the judgment was by one to condemnation. Through one man's judgment, we were all condemned. But it says, but the free gift, which is grace, is of many offenses unto justification. In other words, God is not holding anything against you. Anything you desire from him tonight you can take possession. 17 says, For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more, they which receive, they which lambano, they which take, seize it, and make it their own. Just similar to what God told Joshua, wherever your feet shall tread, so you have to seize it and make it yours. And I'll show you that in a moment, what that means. It means persistence of faith. Hallelujah. Much more, they which receive. So there is a receiving which is called lambano. And lambano here means to seize it and make it yours. It becomes your possession. Possession here means you have laid your feet on it. Which received abundance of grace. So the grace of God, all Jesus brought for us on the platform of grace is so super abundant is so 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 much 
that all we have to take is based on how much you are willing to take. What you can seize and make yours is dependent on how much you are willing to take. Hallelujah. And of the gift of righteousness, the scripture says we shall king in life. King means you dominate. King means you rule by Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ brought us abundance. Now listen to this. John chapter 1 from the verse number um, 14. Scripture tells us that the word became flesh. We dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. The word which is who? The Christ. The grace of God. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father. Fool. The grace is not just limited. It's full. Jesus was full of grace. So how much can you take the fullness of his grace? How much can you take full? They which receive the abundance of grace. The fullness of his grace. They which receive the abundance of grace. They which seize. Receiving here is not passive. It is something we do Actively, you take it, you make it yours. You determine that this is my day for a miracle. This is my day for a miracle. And if that becomes your attitude, you don't even need to wait for a therapy night. Any service is your day to seize and make it your day of miracle. Any day you approach God, he is more than willing. Jesus says something concerning the father. He says that in that day, when you ask, the Father will give you, not because I love you, but because the Father loves you. Hallelujah. They which receive, the Father loves us. Therefore, he has given us Christ in the fullness of God's grace and truth. 15. Pay attention and don't lose me here. John bear witness of him and cried saying, this was he of whom I speak. He that cometh after me is preferred before me. For he was before me. Now John is telling us something very instructive here. <laughs> John is telling us that I'm of the order of the Old Testament. I'm of the order of the law. So I cannot be preferred before this man. Hallelujah. This, I represent the last order of the law. Now, Jesus, the scripture tells us that the greatest of all the prophets was John the Baptist. Why? Because he was the one that consummated the law, fulfilled, the, not consummated. He was the one that ended the law. He was also the one that ushered in the Christ. Therefore, he became the greatest of all prophets. Now, did he do miracles more than the other prophets did? Not necessarily. But he was the last to see the Christ, to herald the Christ. So, now the scripture tells us that John says, I bear witness of him that is greater than me. He that is preferred before me. Why? Because he came in the fullness of God's plan. What is the fullness of God's plan? The New Testament. And what is the fullness of God's plan in the New Testament? That everything that is heaven's is ours. All that heaven represents become all that we represent. So 16 explains what he meant. So he says, and of his fullness. The reason why he's preferred is this. His fullness have all we received. Lambano. 
We are not going to receive. We have received. Health is yours. Wholeness is yours. Prosperity is yours. It's already in you. It's in your heart. Flung it out. It is of his fullness. Fullness of what? The grace. He has told us in 14, the fullness of his grace. They which receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness, they reign. So your dominion is seen in how much you have taken, how much you are possessed. The dominion you exhibit on earth shows how much you have taken, how much you have possessed. How much do we take? We take much. How much do we take? He says the fullness is available. Can you take all? It's all yours. Can you take 30%? It's yours. Can you take 60? It's yours. Can you take 100%? It's yours. There is a possibility to take 100%. Of his fullness have all we, not some of us, all we, we that are what? That have received him. John 12, John 1, 12 tells us that as many that what received him, he gave the power to become the sons of God, even to them that what believed on his name. Which name? The name Jesus. So the name Jesus, as many that believed on the name Jesus, have received of his fullness. This is what he's telling us. So 16 tells us, of his fullness have we all received. The we all is not everybody. Them that have taken then have that have received him, the new creation in Christ, of his fullness, have all we, not some of us, have all we, I say not some of us, have all we, have all we received grace for grace, or grace heaped upon grace. In other words, grace in abundance. How much of his grace can you take? How much of his grace can you take? So he says, this is the one that is preferred before me. And his name is Jesus. Glory be to God. So verse 6 of that Galatians 3 we were reading. He says, even as Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. What did Abraham do? Abraham believed God. To believe means to act on the word. To believe means to act on the word. How do you act on the word? You act on the word as if what the word has been said. Uh, let me put it this way. You act on the word. The way what the word has been said. You act exactly what the word has been said. Hallelujah. So even as Abraham believed God. That meant he acted on the word. The same way he was told to act. How did he believe God? God called him Abraham. So he left there. Calling himself Abraham. And it was accounted to him. For righteousness. Glory be to God. Verse 4. Verse 7. Sorry. Know ye therefore. That they which are of faith. The same. Are the children of Abraham. In other words. For you. To be called a child of Abraham. You must be of faith. You must be of faith. You must act. The same way. Abraham acted. Was Abraham perfect? No. But Abraham acted his faith. He perfected his faith by acting his faith. He matured his faith by acting his faith. 
Were there times where he doubted? Oh, yes. But he consistently, persistently acted his faith. Now, to lay hold, to possess, to put your feet on, is to be persistent. Persistence of faith means that you stay on the word until it delivers. Is the word able to deliver? Yes. Why? Because of the person that said it. The person that spoke, his integrity is at the back of it. And the person that spoke the word is Jesus. The person that spoke the word is God himself. He's called Jehovah Rapha. The God that he led thee. He says, I'm the Lord that he led thee. I'm the Lord that he led thee. He spoke it. And if he has spoken it, it is a done deal. We said faith is a substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not yet seen. So even though you may not have physically seen the wholeness in your body, there is evidence. What is the evidence? What has been spoken? What is the evidence? What has been said? What is the evidence? The evidence is what has been said and also a proof that your health has already been enacted in the realm of the spirit. So when the physical evidence is showing something contrary, what do you do? Do you vacillate? Do you become amoebic? You know amoeba? If you did some science, some people are amoebic in their faith. They, 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 they go with the flow. So when the thing is not looking good and they are not feeling okay in their body, the physical symptoms are telling them something else. They move with the physical symptoms. They say, ah, hey, it's not well. Oh, it's not well. I'm confessing, but it's not well. Mm-mm. 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 It's not well. Now, the moment they feel that they have been relieved a little bit of the pain, ah, I am, I am healed by the grace of God. I'm, you are amoebic. You are amoebic in your faith. You, you means that when you, you are, you are, you are like that lizard that changes with chameleon. You change with whatever you perch on. No, don't be chame- chameleonic in your faith. Don't be amoebic. Don't, don't blend in. Stand out. And to be persistent in your faith, sometimes it means you have to go around the wall seven times. The wall of Jericho did not go down the first time. Has the word gone out that the wall will come down? Yes. What did God tell them? Let them go around the wall seven times. So sometimes your faith will mean, the persistence of faith does not mean that you are prayed once. And therefore, it is done. You prayed once, but you stand in faith. That means sometimes you have to go around that wall seven times. Sometimes it means that you have to go around the wall seven times. The first time may not give in. The second time may not give in. The third time may not give in. The fourth may not give in. The fifth may not give in. The sixth may not give in. But the seventh will give in. If you stop at the sixth, you will not see the manifestation. You would have been moved by the physical senses, by the things you are seeing physically, and you would have given up. Faith is holding on, being persistent. Abraham was persistent in faith. He was spoken. He was, the word was spoken. 
And for 23 years, Abraham still kept declaring, God has said, I'm a father of many. Therefore, I'm a father of many. I don't care what the physical circumstances, I'm a father of many. That's why the scripture tells us that he did not consider the deadness of Sarah's womb, nor the deadness of his body. That meant that the physical evidence was that their body was dead. The physical evidence was that Sarah's womb was dead. The physical evidence is that it is not according to what has been said. It's contradictory to what has been said. Now, everything we see physically, everything, every physical evidence is not bad. There are certain physical evidence that are good. Okay? Now, that's why listening to a message just one side or just one part of a message, you may, you may be deluded. That's why it's always good to keep listening. Listening, every physical evidence is not bad. But the bad physical evidence is that physical evidence that is contradictory to the word of God. Let me say that again. Faith does not consider the physical evidence. Yet, every physical evidence is not bad. The bad physical evidence is that evidence that is contradictory to the word of God. So faith only sees God's promises. The natural body feels the physical symptoms. But faith feels God's pulse, what God has said. The natural body is feeling the symptoms. The natural eye sees the physical evidence. But faith sees beyond the physical evidence or the physical symptoms. And faith sees what God has promised or said in his word. Hallelujah. So Abraham's faith was that faith of action. Not just action, persistent action. He kept persistently staying on what has been said. And this in verse 6 of Galatians, that was what God said, what he believed God. You don't act on something that you don't believe in. Let me give you a very typical example. The man that was carried on the stretcher and brought before Jesus in Luke 1, and they broke the roof, brought him before Christ. Luke, Luke chapter 5, I beg your pardon, whilst he was preaching. Now, the Bible says the power of God was present to heal, but not everybody that sat there got healed. Some came to become intellectual lecturers to mark his grammar. Some came to mark how eloquent. Some came to mark how didactic. Some came to mark how exegetically he was correct. Whilst the power of God was present. Hallelujah. Let's look at Luke 5, 17. Yeah. And it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching. So even in the teaching, you can be healed. That there were Pharisees and doctors. They were doctors of the law. Lawyers, uh-huh. so they know law, they know book, they want to see how, how Moses did it. But John has told us, there is one that is preferred before I, which means that the law was not preferred before grace. Grace was preferred beyond the law. Pharisees and doctors of the law, sitting by, 
What did they even go to the meeting to go and do? Which were come out of every town. They, they gathered themselves. So they came. They came for the conference. So it is not everybody coming for a conference or sitting in a meeting that are ready to receive. Some came to, to mark. Some came to tick, to mark, to, 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 to show appearance, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal. So take note, the anointing that was present was for healing. 18. And behold, men brought in a man, I mean a bed, a man which was taken with a palsy, and they sought means to bring him in and to lay him before him. Now this is a man's story I want to tell you about. This man could not have allowed his friends to come in if he didn't believe that he'll be healed. To break roof, to bring a man before the master meant that he believed that if this people managed to get me before him, I will be healed. Now, others had the opportunity to sit in, I mean, to go in first, had the, I mean, the most prestigious seats in the conference, yet were there to mark book. And when they could not find by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went upon the housetop and let him down through the tiling with his couch into the mist before Jesus. How would they let him through the tiling? They broke the roof. And when he saw their faith, so faith must be seen. He saw their faith. It was an act of faith. The people bringing him were acting in faith, but even him, he wouldn't sit on a bed to carry him through a roof. What if he fell? If he did not believe that he would have his healing, he said unto him, man, thy sins are forgiven thee. And the scribes and the Pharisees, aha, uh -huh, I told you, began to reason. I told you the reason why they went. They did not go to receive. They went to mark his grammar. Who is this which speaketh blasphemies? Who can forgive sins? If you did not believe he could forgive the sin, his sins, why did you even go for his conference? But God alone. In other words, they are saying that Jesus equates himself to God. So, hey, his theology is wrong. But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answering said unto them, what reason ye in your hearts? Whither is easier to say. So they were not even saying it loudly. They were reasoning it in their heart, which means all of them that went there, they had compared notes before they even went to the meeting. Thy sins be forgiven thee. Or to say, rise up and walk. In other words, Jesus was trying to tell them, just by telling the man, thy sins are forgiven thee, it's enough to say that you are healed. Why? Because sin, remember, true Satan came with sickness. So by saying your sins are forgiven, Jesus was saying that that is the simplest way a man could have been healed. Instead of saying, rise up and walk, your sins are forgiven. So he's asking them, which one is easier? But that ye may know. So now, this is now him trying to prove a point to them. That ye may know that the Son of Man, that is the Christ, has power upon earth to forgive sins. He said unto them, 
unto the sick of the palsy. So he's trying to tell them that I have the power to forgive sin, which is also equal to healing. So to be forgiven of your sins, to be born again, also means that you are qualified for divine health, for wholeness. I say unto thee, arise and take up thy couch and go into thine house. And immediately, not later, immediately, he rose up before them and took up that, that whereon he lay and departed to his own house, glorifying God, thanking God, showing that God is a doer. And they were all amazed and they glorified God. Where is the argument? Gone. And were filled with fear, saying, we have seen strange things today. Uh-huh. Jesus was teaching them that to tell a man your sins are forgiven is also to say that part of that package is to be healed. If you are born again, part of that package, he says, we all have received, not going to receive, we have received the fullness of grace upon grace. They which receive, they which possess, faith is for possession. Faith is to possess. Faith is to lay hold. Faith is to have. Verse number 8 of Galatians. So persistent faith is acting on the word of God. Acting on the word of God. Knowing that God's faithfulness, his grace is more than sufficient for you. And the scripture foreseeing that God will justify the hidden true faith preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In thee shall all nations be blessed. So then, they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. In thee shall all nations be blessed. Abraham the blessed. The blessing here is the same blessing that it says, they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. Why did the scripture use faithful? Persistent Abraham. Abraham that held on to the promises. Abraham that held on to the word of God. So then, they which be of faith, they that are born again, are also blessed with the same blessing that Abraham received. What was the blessing? The blessing of the new birth. Abraham was the first person to taste it so that everybody that will be saved under the Old Testament before they got saved had to die in Abraham's bosom. When they died, they went to Abraham's bosom. So Abraham became the the heir of the whole world. He possessed men, nations. So men died in Abraham. They died in his bosom. So when Jesus went, when he brought out Abraham, everybody that died through Abraham received that faith. And the scripture tells us that through this same faith, 
of action, they that be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham, the persistent Abraham, Abraham that stayed on the word, Abraham that was persistent, Abraham that held on, Abraham that did not give up, Abraham that stayed on the word, Abraham that, did, that said that before I will give up, then let the word of God fail. And Abraham that knew that God has said by two immutable things by which it is impossible for God to lie, the oath and the promise, the oath and the promise, the oath being God swearing by himself where he could not swear by any higher, any anything bigger, he swore by himself. In blessing, I will bless you. In blessing, I will bless you. Hallelujah. And the promise was that Christ, the seed of Abraham, will come to all. And through this seed, all will be blessed. I'm blessed of faithful Abraham. Hallelujah. I'm blessed of faithful Abraham. I've been saved. I'm blessed. I've been saved. I'm blessed. But it doesn't end there. It is not just salvation. It's my health. It's my wholeness. Whatever I desire in this same vein, as I remain in faith with faithful Abraham, consistent in faith, I can lay hold on what is mine. For verse number 10, for as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse, for it is written, cursed is everyone that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. And the law, of course, made them fail. They could not do them. So everybody that was under the law, see why John said that there is one that is preferred before me? Because he was the one that finished the law that was the end, the last prophet under the law. So there has to be one greater than the law, 11. But that no man is justified by the law. In the sight of God, it is evident. For the just shall live by faith. Faith is a lifestyle of the believer. We live by faith. We walk by faith. We survive by faith. We rule by faith. The scripture tells us this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. First John 5 4. He says, Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. Whatsoever, whosoever is born of God, whosoever is born of God overcometh the world and its systems, overcometh the world and the physical evidence. And this is the victory. What is the victory that brings the overcoming? This is the victory that overcometh the world. Our faith. You have to live by faith. You are justified by faith. We live by faith. We rule by faith. This is the faith that we have. This is the confidence that we have in him. Hallelujah. We have confidence in the Lord. Praise the Lord. For it is written, Curse is everyone that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. But that no man is justified by the law. In the sight of God it is evident. For the just shall live by faith. Galatians 3, 11, verse 12. And the law is not of faith. Hmm. The law 
is not of faith. You know why? Because the law is based on carnal ordinances, physical things. That's why he told them, are you foolish Galatians? That after hearing by the hearing of faith, by the spirit, you now want to follow physical ordinances of moon, day, worship, and all that they did under the law, the Old Testament, to be justified. He says, the law is not of faith, but the, the, the man that doeth them shall live in them. 13. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. You must understand that he was speaking to two groups of people, the Jews here, of course, okay? And then and then he goes on in verse 14, that the blessing of Abraham, the same blessing he was talking about before, the blessing of the new birth, might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. That meant that when he talked about the first one, when he says that curse is everyone that hangeth on the tree, that Christ was made a curse for us, the us there was not everybody. He was talking about the Jews. That the blessing might now come on who? The Gentiles. Verse 14. Through Jesus Christ. That we might huh, receive, take, seize, and make ours. The promise of the Spirit through faith. You can't seize anything in the realm of the Spirit without faith. You must lay hold on it by faith. We, wherever our feet tread is no more physical, is in the spirit. So we can be here and make decrees and it will affect nations. It will affect people. It will, you can be here and speak and people will adjust. Why? Because of faith. Faith. Decrees that are made from the realm of the spirit. 15, please. We're reading all the way down. Brethren, I speak after the manner of men, though it be but a man's covenant, yet if it be confirmed, no man disannulleth or others thereto. Now to Abraham and his seed. Now, so he's talking about the commandment that was given to the Jewish people. Now he's saying that it was the commandment, even go back to verse 15, please. Let me explain that properly. He said, brethren, I speak after the manner of men. I speak as a man. Though it be but a man's covenant, yet if it be confirmed, no man disannulleth or others thereto. So even though it was given to a man, the covenant was given to a man, because it was confirmed and no man has can change it. Okay? Now, go. let's, let's read on verse 16, and then it will make more sense. Now, to Abraham and his seed, where the promise is made, he seeth not, and to seeds as of many but as of one, and to thy seed, which is Christ. So the covenant that was made to Abraham was made to a man, but the covenant, the promise of that covenant was not through the physical seed of Abraham, Isaac, but through Christ. And this I say, that the covenant that was confirmed before of God in Christ, so the covenant we are talking about here, is the covenant that was confirmed in Christ. 
And what covenant is that? The New Testament. That was given to Abraham before. So he says, and this I see, that the covenant that was confirmed before of God in Christ, the law, which was 430 years after. So the covenant is not the law. Okay. So it's not the Old Testament. It's talking about the covenant that was made to Abraham, the man, was confirmed in the promise, the Christ. Then it says, the Lord that came 430 years after cannot disannul it, cannot change it, that they should make the promise of non-effect. In other words, the promise stood the moment God spoke to Abraham that through you and your seed shall all nations be blessed. That became the law in the realm of the spirit. It could not be changed. Not even the law that came. That's why the law could not be of faith. That's why the faith is of Abraham. Not the law. So the law came in because men doubted what has already been spoken in Abraham. So they began to follow canal rules, canal ordinances. So God gave them to canal ordinances through Moses. Verse 18. For if the inheritance be of the law, it is no more of promise. But God gave it to Abraham by promise. So our spiritual inheritance is by promise in the spirit. And what is this promise? The promise that was made to Abraham that in him and in his seed and the seed is Christ. The seed is Christ. Wherefore then severed the law. It was added because of transgressions till the seed, hi, till the seed should come. So the law was waiting for the seed to come. The law was not the end. It was waiting for the seed to come. To whom the promise was made. Who was the seed? And it was ordained by angels in the hand of a mediator. So you see, the law was ordained by angels. So the law was not ordained by God, so to speak, but by angels in the hand of a mediator. And the mediator is Christ. Uh, Sorry, the mediator is Moses. I beg your pardon. Sorry. The mediator is Moses. Praise God. The angels were the ones that gave the law. 20. Glory be to God. Now, a mediator is not a mediator of one, but God is one. Is the law then against the promises of God? God forbid. For if there had been a law given which could have given life, verily, righteousness should have been by the law. In other words, the law itself is righteous in itself. But the people that received it could not fulfill the righteous demands of that law. 22. But the scripture has concluded all under sin that the promise by by faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. And so listen, stay at the verse 22, please. So the reason why Jesus came is so that all men will believe in him. So the scripture says that all were concluded under sin. How were they concluded under sin? Through the law. The law made sin visible. The law made people come to the end of themselves. The law made sure that men could see that God's righteous standards could not be met by their own goody-goodiness. 
so that he brought Christ that all men will believe in the man, the perfect man, the sanctified man, the holy man, the man that could, the only man that could fulfill the law. And he fulfilled it. When you believe in what he did, that is how faith comes. That the promise by faith, by faith in Christ might be given to them that believe. The promise by faith of Jesus or of, or in Jesus Christ. Faith in Jesus Christ. 23. But before faith came, we were under, we were kept under the law. So who is faith? Christ. But before faith came, we were kept under the law. Shut up unto the faith, we should afterwards be revealed. So that's why the, the law was not of faith. Everything under the law was not of faith. Wherefore, the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ, that we might be justified by faith. This is why Moses' faith could not perfect us. Because Moses was a schoolmaster to bring us to who? Christ, the faith that should be revealed. But after that faith is come, hi, we are no longer under a schoolmaster, no longer under the law. For we are all the children of God by faith in Jesus Christ. We are all the children of the law. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ, that have been born again into Christ, have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither born nor free. There is neither male nor female. For ye are all one in Christ. And if ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed. And heirs according to the promise. I'm an heir according to the promise. Hallelujah. I'm an heir according to the promise. I'm an heir according to the promise. Persistent faith always wins. And persistent faith will mean you might have to go around the wall of Jericho seven times. But the seventh time it will crumble. Persistent faith will mean that you might have to go into the Jordan and go in seven times. And go in the first time. And the leprosy will still remain. Second time, the leprosy will still remain. But the seventh, the leprosy would have vanished. And Naaman, you will be whole. Hallelujah. Because the word has been spoken. Because the word has been spoken. Persistent faith means you refuse to allow any symptoms of physical evidence to change your attitude towards the word of God. What has God said? Whatever God has said, it's mine. Whatever God has said, it's mine. When God, when Jesus spoke to the fig tree, we didn't see any physical evidence that the fig tree had died. But the fig tree died in another realm. He died in the invisible realm, calling the things that be not as though they were. Faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So by the time they were seeing it physically, the evidence had already taken place. The thing died from its root. The following day, the thing had died. Peter came and told the master, the fig tree that thou curseth. Jesus did not say he cursed it. Peter said he cursed it. 
had died because they know that anything that dies from its root might have been cursed. What has happened is that the thing was, was obeying a law. Right now, tonight, whatever is working against the word of God that is contradicting the word of God in your life, in the name of Jesus, the scripture says, casting down every imagination and every thought and every thought, every knowledge that brings itself against the knowledge of Christ, we bring it down. This is how we resist the enemy. The scripture says in James 4, 7, resist the enemy and he will flee. You don't keep seeing the evidence and sit there. You resist the devil. The way you resist the devil is to let the devil know that you're not giving up on the word of God. Whatever the word has said, that is what it is. If the word says, I'm healed, I'm healed. If the word says, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. Now, the question somebody is asking, can I depend on another another's face? It's an exception. It's an exception. The rule of Tom is that your faith maketh you whole. The rule of Tom is she told that woman with the issue of blood. The woman said in her heart, if I may but touch the hem of his garment, and she touched, and Jesus felt virtue left. Jesus said, thy faith has made thee whole. Anytime the centurion, he said to the centurion, I have not seen such great faith. When Jesus saw their faith, as they brought the man with the palsy down, faith must be seen. It is an exception to depend on another's faith for your miracle. When you are in Christ, the scripture says we all have received the fullness, the fullness of his grace, the fullness of healing, the fullness of divine health. We have received, we have received, we have received. You don't need to wait for a touch right now under the sound of my voice. As you are hearing me, you should be healed. Whatever is in your body that is not adjusting. Right now, I speak to that thing in the name of Jesus. That that thing begins to adjust. For the scripture tells us, The scripture makes us understand that the things that we see, they are temporal. Every physical evidence in your body is temporal. Remain persistent in faith. Refuse to give up. Be dogged in your faith. Decree and declare and tell yourself that my lot is I belong to the inheritance. I'm blessed with faithful Abraham. And I, because I'm blessed with faithful Abraham, it's because I have faith. And I'm of faith. There is no believer without faith. As you stand upon that faith right now, the faith like a master seed. All you need is that faith like a master seed. The tiniest of the faith that you can ever master is all you need to see an end to that problem. To see an end to that situation. To see an end to that, that thing. To see a miracle happen for you right now. Right now in the name of Jesus. Wherever you are, under the sound of my voice, receive the miracle you desire. Everything that has defied medical verdict by the supernatural hand of God. By the supernatural hand of God. By the supernatural hand of God. I command a turn around now. 
by the supernatural hand of God. Everything that has defied the hand of God, the finger of God, the voice of God. I use my voice today. I ask, oh God, Spirit of God, that my voice be used as a conduit right now to reach out to everybody that is holding on to their faith. I join my faith with yours now and I declare now receive your miracle. I say receive your healing. I say receive that miracle. Receive that supernatural intervention. Receive the finger of God now. Receive the hand of God touch you now. Receive the hand of God come into that situation. Let the miraculous begin to take place. In the name of Jesus, refuse to see the impossible. For there shall be a performance of those things that were told you of the Lord. Whatever has been spoken to you right now, it is God's will. It is God's will that you are made whole. It is God's will that things come into alignment according to his purpose and his will. It says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. The scripture tells us, by his stripes we were healed. By his stripes. Therefore, everything that is against medical uh, uh, medical verdict, right now, I speak to that thing now. Begin to adjust according to the divine dictates, the voice of the Lord. The scripture declares, the voice of the Lord, mightier than many waters. The voice of the Lord, breaketh the cedar in Lebanon. The voice of the Lord, causes the, the rocks to break in pieces. Therefore, everything that has remained a rock, breaks in pieces now. In the name of Jesus, faith has come. Faith is Christ. We have received of the fullness of his grace. They that have received of the fullness of him. They that have received the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness. They reign in life. Right now in the name of Jesus. Let things begin to adjust now. Let things begin to adjust now. Let things begin to adjust now. Your body adjusts. Your body adjusts. Your, your, your body frequency adjusts. The chemical frequency in your body adjusts. In the name of Jesus. Health and wholeness is yours. In the mighty name of Jesus. Your blood adjusts. Your heart adjusts. Your eyes adjust. Your skin adjusts to the word of the Lord. Your ears adjust to the word of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. I speak right now that your blood count is normalized. Your blood count is normalized. Your hemoglobin level, it comes up to full level in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare your white blood cells, they are working well. Your red blood cells are working well in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare that your eyesight is perfected. I decree and declare in the name of Jesus, your bones and your skeletal frame, they are just well. Every arthritic problem is healed now in the name of Jesus. I decree and and declare that every arthritic problem is healed now in the mighty name of Jesus. The healing power of God flows to you now and adjusts everything in your body. Brings health and wholeness to you. Now it is your moment for a miracle. It is your time for a miracle. It is your moment for the miracle. It is your time for the miracle. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. They which receive, I say take it now. I say take it now. I say take it now. In the name of Jesus, your kidneys are working well. 
your kidneys are working well now every devil of darkness that attacks your body that attacks your cells that attacks your nerves that attacks your heart every devil of darkness every power of hell that has been projected now against your life in the name of Jesus I say that thing ceases tonight in the name of Jesus I decree now from tonight you sleep like a baby from tonight every heart palpitation stops from tonight you will sleep like a baby from tonight the anointing of God enters your body enters your body now causes your body to adjust you will sleep like a baby from tonight every blood pressure is lowered in the name of Jesus sugar diabetes cancelled in the name of Jesus weakness in your body cancelled in the name of Jesus impotency cancelled in the name of Jesus I decree right now that your fallopian tubes are cleared in the mighty name of Jesus every fibroid is shrinked now in the name of Jesus for the word of the Lord the word of the Lord is a two-edged sword that pierces even to the dividing asunder of the spirit and of the marrow and of the bones is a designer of the thoughts and the intents of the heart of man in the name of Jesus right now by the surgical finger of God we evacuate every fibroid in your body every symptom of blood problem in your body right now your blood is cleansed I say your blood is cleansed your blood is cleansed your kidneys are normalized in the name of Jesus your liver functions well I cut out every cancerous growth in the name of Jesus pain in the breast I curse it now it dies out now in the name of Jesus pain in the body it dies out every insistent headache now go in the name of Jesus every insistent headache go in the name of Jesus every insistent headache go in the name of Jesus fibroid out 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 in the name of Jesus every sickness every disease in the name of Jesus, right now, I command the healing power of God to flow to you wherever you are. We correct everything that is that is not adjusting to the word of the Lord. Right now, it's corrected. Your health is corrected. Your health is corrected. In the name of Jesus, your health is corrected. In the name of Jesus, your health is corrected. In the name of Jesus, your health is corrected. In the name of Jesus, I send angels right now to your homes wherever you are under the sound of my voice I send angels to wherever you are freely I have received freely I give unto you in the name of Jesus I say now receive Receive health and wholeness. Receive health and wholeness. Receive health and wholeness. Receive health and wholeness. From today you see an improvement. From today you see an improvement. That swelling goes down now. That swelling goes down now. Swelling in your throat, it goes down now. Swelling in your feet, it goes down now. Your kidneys are functioning well in the name of Jesus. Your liver is functioning well in the name of Jesus. Your intestines are functioning well in the name of Jesus. Your cervix is functioning well in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, every growth cancelled now. Every growth cut out now. Every growth cancelled now. Every growth cut out now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Every trembling in your body. In the name of Jesus. Now be, be, be adjusted. In the name of Jesus. Every form of trembling in your body. I curse it 
in Jesus name every trembling in your body I command that thing to go now in the mighty name of Jesus I decree and declare may you begin to function well let your body function well in the mighty name of Jesus the upper body function well you are next in line for a testimony in the name of Jesus the Lord said, Am I not the one that said to you that I'm the one that healeth you? I'm the one that healeth you. I'm the one that causes your body to be renewed like that of the eagle, says the Spirit of God. Your strength is renewed. Your health is renewed. Everything supping out your strength right now in the name of Jesus. Strength is ministered to you. Power is ministered to you. Right now, whatever you could not do before, begin to do it. Whatever you could not do before, begin to do it. Whatever you could not do before, begin to do it. Your ear is unstopped. Every deafness, partial deafness is unstopped now. In the name of Jesus, every partial blindness is removed now. Your eyes see well. In the mighty name of Jesus, your eyes see well. In the name of Jesus, your your, your 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 body composition every skin disorder on your body now we declare now it is corrected dry skins are corrected in the mighty name of Jesus every skin fungal infections they are corrected in the name of Jesus we decree and declare fibromyalgia out in the name of Jesus we declare skeletal problems out in the name of Jesus we declare balance in your body in the name of Jesus arthritis out in the name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, glorious Father. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. We give you praise. The Lord wants you well. Hallelujah. The Lord wants you well. He wants you well. He wants you well. The Lord wants you well. He desires to see you well. He desires to see you walk in the supernatural. He desires to see you fulfill his divine mandate concerning your life. The Lord desires you well. That was the case of somebody that was sitting, hearing me. And that person said that this, my nose in this weather will take me back home. This nose that drips will take me home. But as the person kept hearing and kept hearing and kept hearing the word, one day he found out that the nose dripping has stopped. That is what the Lord can do. That is the case of another that had the same word and thought that it was impossible to give birth. In fact, as far as they were concerned, they have fibroid. No baby can come. In fact, they were not thinking of about baby. And the word of the Lord came. You are about to have your baby. Out of that, came a bouncing baby boy. This is the word of the Lord. The Lord wants to see you become the next testimony. Are you hearing me, somebody? The Lord wants to see you become the next testimony. This was the story of another that I just called them that come for workers meeting as she was coming. I have no idea. I will never have known 
that this person was deaf in one ear. But as they approached, all of a sudden, the ear popped open and that ear was unstopped. That is the testimony of another. That was the same testimony of another that was looking for the fruit of the womb. And for many years, and the word of the Lord came and they believed it. And he became another beautiful boy. Now we call him Jeshron. Another beautiful boy. It was the same when it looked impossible. When another of our sisters that came all the way from Italy where she was married, the doctor said it is not possible for you to give birth. For you to give birth, it is not possible. But by the word of the Lord, the word of the Lord went forth. And as the word went forth, what the doctor said it was impossible became two bouncing baby boys, very energetic, strong, walking around. And if they joke, they can have another tonight. I pray that the Lord, anybody desiring, you can take yours now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Such is the finger of God that works in our midst. The finger of God that causes things to turn around, that changes stories, that makes things that look impossible to become possible. It was the same with our sister that they said had what? Fibroid in the womb. Doctors have done everything. And then one day, the surgical hand of God did a spiritual surgical operation. I remember the last prayer I prayed for her. I said, the angel of the Lord does a spiritual surgical operation on you. Anybody desiring a spiritual surgical operation right now, let it happen for you now in the name of Jesus. Let a spiritual surgical operation take place now that which the doctor's surgical instruments cannot cure. Let it come to you now in the name of Jesus. And may the angel of the Lord operate on you tonight. I say, may the angel of the Lord operate on you right now in the name of Jesus. And that last time as they went, the angels went and evacuated everything from the womb. Everything. The doctors were defied. They said, we have never seen it like this before. Why? Because the whole thing has been evacuated. Fibroid gone. Cancelled like that. Is the finger of God. All the glory goes to him. But he's the doer of it. He's the doer of it. The same God that has done it for one, does it for another. The same God that does it for those that are looking for, does it for another. The same God that changes stories, change your story. The same God that gives people excellence, will give you your own excellence. The same God that brings men into the life of others will bring you your own man. The same God that brings things, things around is turning things around for you. All things are turning around for your good in the name of Jesus. I shed just this few just to let you know that God is still in the miracle business. I believe in this God. I believe in the God that answers prayers. I believe in the God of the miraculous. I believe in the God of the supernatural. If God cannot do the supernatural and cannot do what he says, 
then we don't need to serve him. We should go and do something else. But this God is too true. By two immutable things by which it is impossible for God not to lie. He's not a lie. He says, let all men be lie. Let God alone be true. God is true. He's ever true. He's ever faithful. Hold on. Be persistent in your faith. In the name of Jesus. Right now I'm blessing you. Wherever you are. Under the sound of my voice. I join faith with you. As an elect of God. A man graciously graced. Graced to be a blessing to his generation. I decree that the blessing, blessing of impartation comes to you. Paul says that I desire that I may impart unto you spiritual gifts. I I pray for you right now that there will be an impartation of the supernatural, an impartation of the grace of God, an impartation of the finger of God upon your life now. In the mighty name of Jesus, I decree and declare that your life is being impacted now. Your life is being impacted now. Your life is being impacted now. If you desire a miracle, take it now. Yours may not be a healing miracle, but it may be some other intervention. The supernatural finger of God intervenes in your life now. In the name of Jesus. Right now in the name of Jesus. Right now in the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Moko shalalalaba. Labro shalababa. Ikalababa. Rabababa. Seleklotalalababa. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Nobody greater, nobody greater than you. If you're not sure that you're born again, but you want Jesus to be resident as the Holy Spirit. He says, soon you will not see me. That's his death. But he says, soon you will see me because I go to the Father. The only way we can see him is through the Holy Spirit. If for any reason you want to receive Jesus into your heart, I want to pray for you quickly now, wherever you are. Just pray this prayer with me. Declare with me, Father, let the Spirit of God come into me. Let me not be the same. I ask, oh God, that make me a new creation through the work of regeneration, through the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Father, I receive into my spirit a new spirit. I am a new creation from today. I refuse to be the son and the daughter of the devil. I receive from today the spirit of sonship. Therefore, I take dominion. Thank you for the gift of salvation. Thank you for the gift of salvation. Father, I ask that the Holy Spirit will come into me strong in the name of Jesus. Now pray this prayer me, declare me in the name of Jesus. If you don't speak in tongues, declare me in the name of Jesus. By the evidence of speaking in tongues, I receive the infilling of the Holy Ghost and with the outward manifestation to begin to speak in tongues now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, I receive the gift of speaking in the Holy Ghost now. I went across the deep blue sea Couldn't find one to compare To your grace, your love, your mercy 